They <laughs> fucked Nate up. up. Y'all fucked up fucked so up. bad. Nay fucked up. Nay <laughs> fucked up. Nay fucked up. Now you boys have and up. girls, they done fucked up and let Baylor what? win a third championship oh. in football. They don't know how bad it's about to get in here. They do not understand. <laughs> if they they do not know, we got to hear that again. They oh, fucked up. Now you, now fucked, you fucked up. up. You have fucked up now. You have fucked up now. You have fucked up now. Now you fucked up. They fucked up. It's it is remarkable that we are sitting here after a two and seven season, talking about your twenty twenty one. Big, t- it doesn't even feel real. Still, you're 2021 yeah. Big 12 football champions. Uh, I don't even yeah. know where to go from that because it, I'm still processing. I think. Well, and it's crazy because you know it's been so long since we've won one that usually we'll win a football game. I'll talk a little shit, you know. I'll update the data that I have in my head, and now I have to stretch that out for at least a calendar year, at least. This train has already left the station. I'm not. I'm not going to be done talking my shit until this time next year, and we'll have another Big Twelve championship ring or two in basketball under our belt at that point. It it seems to be the case, right? Like if you look at recent trends. Um, yeah. I I figured that after the national championship in basketball, I, I could not complain about anything unless things got really really bad unnecessarily. So for like five years, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I said it. I think with a Big 12 championship in football, I get I get two or three years to just not complain about anything. I think that's what we have to, unless things get abnormally bad again, right? I, I just don't think, or a coaching change or something. I just don't think we yeah. can complain. I don't we think can. we can. And what's I think what's best about all of this is we have been so upfront about being on house money since August. You since know? August. Yeah, we're since just like, August. hey. Whatever happens, happens. Hey, you make, know what? Make a bowl game. Gary. Make a bowl game. Make yeah. a bowl game. That's bowl all game. people That's are it. wanting. And now look at life. Look look at God. Won't he do it? I I watched this team play, I think it was Kansas. Mm-hmm. And I just had this sense. I'm really in tune with the universe right now. I'm just, I when I'm in the sports universe, I'm just very in tune. I was watching this team. I'm like, you know what? It may not happen. It probably won't happen. But yeah. I tweeted it. This team has the talent. That was the only metric I was using. The talent to win a Big 12 championship. Yeah. And, and it's uh, so, it's so it nuts. You know, the, the other two times that we won the Big 12 in my life, I knew that we were going to win seven, eight weeks in. I could just feel it. You could tell. Unless we fucked up real bad, we were cooked. With this year, it wasn't until the championship game was over that I thought there was any <laughs> chance that we would win. It wasn't until the end of the conference championship game that I was like, all right, maybe we can win this shit. So that's that's actually a really good point to start talking about the actual game day experience. You got to go. I decided yep. to save my marriage and stay home. <laughs> um, what was it like pregame? Man, it was... It was interesting. I like I hadn't done a lot of thinking about what I would expect, but you know, looking at the size of schools and fan bases, I should have been prepared for us to be outnumbered in a, yeah, in a big so. way. 
Probably so. I, w- I was still surprised at how much we were outnumbered. You know, I snuck over to the old Blake Blackmar tailgate and got myself a free brisket taco. There you go. And uh, there was like 40, 50 of us rolling deep over there, which is the biggest Baylor tailgate I've ever been to. <laughs> and there was just a sea of orange shirts walking towards us and like parting around us on their way into the stadium. Um, just an incredibly large amount of Oklahoma State fans at that game. How how much of an effect do you think the orange versus dark green had on the perception of that? Because I I probably yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I think you're right to say that it was like a stark contrast as far as color wise goes, but like it even in there, they could have been wearing any color shirt and it still would have looked like they had completely outbought us. But you know, they had they had a full week and a half to buy tickets before we even knew we were going, you know? So that that's part of it but also like when you looked at their side of the stadium all orange only orange everywhere our side was like a good chunk of green but you know like a 50 50 split orange and green um i was in like the lower bowl sorry to brag i was in the lower bowl so i couldn't see all the seats above me so there's a good chance there's a good chance the seats above me were like bailered out i couldn't see much of anything during the game not on account of the this where i was sitting i was just in the danger zone for the whole game yeah um the, I, I, we need to bring up the interview prior to the game, oh, God. which was fantastic. Uh, you have well, a thing for uh, important doing interviews with local news stations before important games. One when we were together at Georgia's for the national championship game, yeah, that that was a blast. Um, and then uh, this one, where I believe the quote of the day was, uh, "Baylor don't give a hoot," or was it Blake Shapin doesn't? Blake Shapin don't give a Blake Shapin well, did not didn't. give a hoot. Did in, not in the first half. Well, you know, Royden Royden did the interview. And friend like, of the pod, Royden. Friend Robletree. of the pod, Royden did the interview. And Over before, you know, I, I I know I talk a lot of shit on the internet, but I would like to say I'm a pretty well measured person in real life. So before sure. before the interview started, I was like talking with Royden, like, what's the up? What's what's the deal? Can I say fuck? That was that was a leading <laughs> question. Uh, and I I know that he was trying to be a homie. And the real answer was absolutely under no circumstance. But he was right. like, "Oh well, like, oh well, you know, it's live TV." Like, okay, I, I don't. You make lose. this decision. It's not really going to impact me at yeah, all. But I, I don't want to lose both of us our jobs. So, uh... <laughs> Blake Shapin, don't give a hoot. Just he didn't. It stuck so well. Um, I uh, I do want to take a quick break and uh, give a shout out to our patrons real quick. Um, just to name a few, we have Laugh and Grin, Stone Ranger, JP, Heather, Joe. Thanks for being patrons. Um, just a reminder, we are going to be releasing the video of this podcast, uh, as well as some of the behind the scenes, the getting ready for it, what happens off screen, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. so if, you if you're interested, to watch daily lunch, Dale is patron. Dale, uh, Evan's amazing dog behind him on the bed, eating lunch, uh, throughout the recording. Um, hey, what's up, Dale? Oh, that's, uh, but that's X-rated. Can't if you're that. interested, yep, yeah, yeah, he was cleaning. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in, in uh, Evan's dog cleaning himself on video, patreon.com slash between two bears. Uh, but I also do want to say that another way that you might have fucked up uh, is if you missed the Black Friday sale. God damn it. At, I'm getting really good at this. <laughs> I'm getting really good at it. If you missed the Black Friday sale at Home Field Apparel, uh, but if you did miss it, that's okay. You can still get 15% off with code BEARS12. I just did that myself. I purchased my dad yet another Colorado School of Mines t-shirt. Uh, he, I, that's what I was told that he wanted, so that's what I went with. 
Um, but they do have perfect sports gifts for any sports fan in your life uh, or yourself. We don't really care. Uh, they have gift cards available as well, and they just started adding stickers. So uh, I think I'm actually going to get my brother the Slippery Rock t-shirt just because it's so goofy. My wife doesn't want me to get that for him because it is stupid and nobody knows what Slippery Rock is, but I love it so much and I just want somebody to wear it. Again, that is uh, Home Field Apparel, 15% off with code BEARS12. Um, you, you, you did the interview and then the yeah. game started. And I got to say, so like earlier in the week, Wednesday ish, I just had this sense that I didn't know how the game was going to play out. I didn't know what the result was going to be, but I just had a sense that Aranda and Grimes just had, I just felt it in the universe that they were ready. Right. I just felt the vibes. They were ready. I didn't know what that meant, but I'll be damned if that game, boy, howdy, Blake Shapin came out looking like a baseball player in that. And by that, I mean, just extremely confident Yeah, completes his first 17 passes. They were slinging it across the field. Uh, a truly remarkable start. But I think the thing that you enjoyed most, Evan, you personally, and a lot of people, honestly, was how Spencer Sanders started this game. Oh, awful. Awful. I was doing a little writing yesterday about the postmortem of the game. He threw three turn he had three turnover worthy plays to start the game yes almost threw a pick in the fumbled, first series yeah and then he threw a pick uh, it was it was because you feel bad do you well, feel okay, bad so i yes i feel bad because i've never seen anything on the internet or otherwise to tell me that spencer sanders is not like stand-up dude incredible guy widely beloved but brother this isn't the Big 12 Good Guy Championship. This isn't the Good Guy Championship. This is the football one. And you threw four interceptions. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that right off coming voted. The Big 12 first team quarterback, dude. You just can't, man. Look, I don't like calling out athletes that aren't professional as well. It does not make me super comfortable. Mm-mm. But you have to admit, kind of funny. If you're an objective watcher, kind of funny. Um, yeah. three interceptions in the first half, or was it just the two? And then were there two in the second half? I don't know, I but there were four it total. Two, it was two I was, and two. I was able to count four. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Nuts. two of them that, were just awful throws. Yeah. Two and that last drive, I'm sure we'll get to this chronologically, but that last drive, he wanted to throw that fifth one so bad. So bad. I was sitting, I was sitting next to my friend Darius and every play he turned to me and he said, the drive for five. And that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it felt like. He was looking for his fifth pick all day. Borrowing from the solid verbal, the drive for five wins. We are instead looking for five interceptions. <laughs> uh, back to Shapin very briefly. Dude was up nails for the first yeah. half. Uh, a couple really pretty open throws for the first two touchdowns to Blake Sims and Drew Estrada. Yeah. But that third one to Tyquan Thornton was a dime. Uh, I don't know where you were sitting in relation to that. Um, right but it was, it was... Right on the money. That was a prime time, as as our friend, uh, who I believe left us a message, Devion Hinton said, that's that's good on Sundays. Th- those throws yeah. were good on Sundays, and that's um, true. I just did a little mental replay of my experience at the game to remember these touchdowns. Uh, the, the second and the third touchdown, I was in line to get beer both times. I missed them both. <laughs> Which is like, I feel like if I'm writing the story of Saturday, that's kind of probably what would have happened anyway. But I missed them both. I was getting beers for for the game. It happens. 
it happens. Yep. You, you can't, you can't prevent it. You don't always know when it's going to happen. And yeah. And you know, it, that was going to be one of the keys to the game, I think, was being able to punch in opportunities for seven. And and that's what Baylor did. And boy, did yeah. they need it. Because that second half, I'll just say it, it sucked ass. I That yeah. was not a fun watch for anybody, Baylor yeah. or Oklahoma State. Um, it, Sicko, uh, game of the day. Yeah, it was it was pretty ugly. What, what was the atmosphere like uh, in that second half in the state? It was so bizarre because I feel like we've had a few stinkers on offense in like the second half of games this year. Or just like we, we've played a bad half of football a few times. Um, and most of those games, it kind of felt like, oh, shit, here it goes. We're about to fumble this shit away. And even though that's kind of almost what happened in this game, I feel like the general energy around the stadium was like, well, you know, Sanders isn't going to score any touchdowns. So, yeah, maybe we're scoring none, but they got to score 16. You think he can score 16 points and a half? No way. So that's kind of what it felt like. Like, even though we weren't getting a whole lot going, actually, we got nothing going in the second half. I was never like, oh, man. They're going to capitalize on this. I mean, Gundy, they had like 17 plays within our three-yard line, and they got three they had, total points out of it. I know you're trying to exaggerate there, but they had 17 plays from the start of the last drive to the finish, and they had, um, I believe it was seven plays within the 20-yard line, including the four at the goal line. Um, yeah. Just absolutely remarkable defensive presence. Uh, let's actually take a break here real quick um, to listen to one of our voicemails. What's up, Matt? What's up, Evan? All my fellow Big 12 champions out there. Shout out to us. Because we did it again. Here we are again. We're back. Big 12 champions. Third in school history. Tying something called the University of Texas for <laughs> the second most all time. That's very strange to me. Because I'm told that there's a a university in Austin that has a bunch of national brand power and history and tradition and a lot of money who's being dragged down by schools like Baylor in their conference. But I, I can't seem to find any evidence of this. I don't see them. I didn't see them in the Big 12 championship game. I'm not seeing them on any bowl projections. It's a, uh, it's very weird to me. Someone help me with this. Someone who's good at the economy help me to understand this. But shout out to us. Shout out to y'all. Great podcast. Keep killing it like y'all did all season. Love you guys. Your boy Dex is out of here. Dex with a great voicemail. Thank you, buddy. Incredible. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to fix that and post a little bit. Sounding a bit like a robot, but that's okay. All right. Um, um, yeah, I have some thoughts there. I've been working on this take for a few years. Um, a few years? Yeah, no, I've been, I haven't, I haven't like, it, it's not fully baked yet, but I feel like now is a better time than ever. There, this idea, like he was saying, like I was told that Texas and Baylor, or Texas was like, much better than Baylor. I feel like there's a couple schools and like Texas is in that group, USC is in that group where it's like people who just have larger platforms and like actual sports media they were just still young and full of life when all that shit happened. And they're just holding on to it for as long as they can. Because if they have to admit that the team that had Vince Young is dog shit now, then they've grown up. They, they, they've missed out on their window of livelihood. <laughs> you know, They're trying to hold on to times when their children were still calling them. It's a and battle with mortality, is that what you're saying? It is. It is. This is more of a battle with people's own struggle with aging than it is needing Texas to still be good in their minds. That's my take. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um, the the second half, pretty stressful. 
Yet I never really lost all hope. I, I could kind of tell that we were not going to score again unless yeah. it was a superhuman play by somebody. That superhuman play came, but it came on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it was yeah. three straight stops at the one-yard line. And The then, first three weren't even close. Those first three, not first even three, close to getting Oklahoma in. State decided to run up the middle, stop. The second one was a fumbled snap, stop. The third one was, uh, I'm sorry, the second one was an incomplete pass. The third yeah. one was a fumbled snap. And then they actually called a good play. Oklahoma State called a good play yeah. running to the that's, outside. That scores, that scores. That scores on almost everyone. With literally any other running back, I think. Yeah. But uh, the Oklahoma State running back goes for the pylon. And, man, just what an unstoppable, yeah. literally, I guess, a stoppable play. Um, by Jerry on McVeigh, Jerry and McVeigh. Um, I, it immediately goes into the pantheon of the best Baylor sports individual plays of all time. Yeah. I was talking with a group of homies and I don't think there is a better individual play. There's a lot individual of individual play. Where, I mean, there's a lot of plays where blockers did their job and receivers caught the ball. Right. Or quarterback rolled out and made a good pass or, or running back, running back play. took advantage of the good blocking. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is this. All ten of the other players on our field could have fallen down when the play started, and he yep. still would have made that play. You yep. know, I think that it's up there. I, I don't think it's close. I think it's the best individual play we've ever had. They fucked up. They let they us. They fucked up so <laughs> bad. And this was the year where if Oklahoma State won, everyone in the conference outside of Oklahoma would have been would like have been happy. Okay, Absolutely delighted good for them. Gundy got one. Good for exactly. him. It's been a while, but oh, brother, no. He fucked up and he pissed on his leg in front of God and country. He was very respectful after the game. I saw a lot of people saying, I well, was not could, watching or caring what he said, be? but yeah. what are you going to say? What do you say? You gave up four to like four interceptions and you still could have won with one second left and you didn't, you just fucked up. There's nothing else. Just a remarkable, remarkable day. <laughs> Um, sucks that sucks so hard for them like i know so i know we've been looking at it from our perspective like oh man would have paid to be on the side of that but could you imagine like watching your team go 97 yards on baylor and look, then poop in their hands look i haven't confronted him yet but we are a member of the 1012 network and <laughs> look the the gentlemen who run the 1012 network who have so graciously invited us philip who is an oklahoma state fan poor guy um and andy is a kansas fan which you know they had a pretty good season but um yeah i just i that's where i start to feel bad is when i know individuals who are oklahoma state fans and uh and they're cool people so yeah not not a great day for them but a fantastic day for baylor um two reigning champions uh on the men's side there pretty pretty fantastic pretty cool um real quick word from our friends over at gridiron metalworks uh you know it. We've talked about them. If you need, it. if you need a Christmas gift for the college sports fan in your life, Gridiron Metalworks, collegiate branded grill grates, griddles, uh, bookends, flower pots, home decor items, coasters, can coolers. They all come in the actual school colors. With the holidays here, it, it, there's always the person that's hard to shop for. For me, it's my grandfather. Um, for, uh, my wife, it's, uh, her mom, 
because they just go buy whatever they want to buy right off the bat. They don't wait. I think I'm going to get them some Baylor bookends. Maybe actually for my mother-in-law, I'm, I'm going to go with the flower pot. They do need another planter out in the back. I'm going to go with the flower pot. Um, but they are high quality, custom cut, made in the USA. I actually have another suggestion for gridiron, if that's okay. Matt, you know how mm. when you go to microwave like frozen food, uh, the first half of that microwave, it's still ice cold. And then, uh, you know, when you finish the recommended time to microwave something, it's like almost finished, but it doesn't quite get the job done. So Gridiron, if you're listening. They're not. Oklahoma State branded microwaves <laughs> could be a good gift for people this year. For those who like to have their food almost finished, very nearly done. This is for you. Slight, slight tweak to that idea. The Oklahoma <laughs> State, the Oklahoma State microwave uh, counts down all the way to one, but <laughs> but doesn't beep. Uh, stops right before the buzzer. But it's, which is, is something people want. That yeah. is something that people actually. There's value here. Oh God, is Oklahoma State microwave going to have to be the? the show title oh i hate you i hate you so much gridiron metalworks uh 15 off your first order using code pairs 12 and uh boy howdy yep you can click the link in our show notes gridironmetal.com eyes turn to new orleans for some reason yet again for you i don't know why this is happening Matt, but... you'll never believe what i'm doing for you <laughs> um Baylor will play in the All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans uh, against Ole Miss. Ole Miss started off as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now Baylor is favored by one. Evan, I believe you're going to be flying in the day of the game. Is oh that correct? God. Listen, listen. <laughs> you're a madman. I, I just confirmed the third thing I'm doing, and I haven't confirmed how I'm getting back to Austin. So if you're listening to this and you're in New Orleans, I am not kidding when I ask you to drive me home. Uh, so I have told my girlfriend all year, I've told my best friend all year that I'm going to be in Chicago for New Year's. That was when Baylor was maybe going to make one of those bowls that's on December 27th. So I'm like, okay, I can, but you never knew. That's fine. You never knew. But you didn't know. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to Chicago. Girlfriend is very proactive. She bought plane tickets forever ago. So I'm going to Chicago on the 29th. I'm going to do the whole thing. It's my favorite place in the world. I can't wait. I am going to wake up at 7 a.m. On December the first, and eat some yeah. eat some pizza. Pe- December the first, really? Yeah, I'm gonna be there for a year. No, I'm gonna wake up on January the first. Yeah, have a have a nice big breakfast deep dish casserole. Yeah, gonna eat a pizza big casserole. Old, big old pizza casserole. The 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 sauce is under the cheese in those. <laughs> the sauce is under the cheese. <laughs> and I'm gonna get on a train. I'm gonna take it to the Midway Airport. I've never been to that airport before, but I'm going to the Midway Airport. I'm gonna fly to New Orleans, and I'm gonna Uber with all my shit straight to straight to bourbon and i'm taking my luggage all around with me and then i got evan not to, no not to evan, no you better pack light in a backpack buddy <laughs> you're not gonna be able to get that in the stadium are you taking it to the stadium oh no i have I have okay room for the first i'm gonna drop it off there like at some point okay but um, I, I was i was lucky enough to get field passes for the game uh, I'm a member of the media. I don't know if you know that. Uh, no, this is not a media pass. <laughs> but so here. i'm gonna I'm gonna watch the game from the field and then I'm gonna celebrate Baylor win, Baylor by seven, book it, and I'm gonna go to bed at some point. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be on the field for the Saints game the following day to see Sean Payton hopefully, mercifully, in the Matt Rule era. 
and Carolina. The Panthers are in town. <laughs> this has the the. the I don't. I really did not plan on doing. Have. I did not plan on doing a Matt Rule hate segment. I know it's not popular. I know that I'm not being a good person. I did not want to do a Matt Rule hate segment. We don't have to do that here, but we could unless we could. unless. That could that could be reserved just for the patrons. That could just was be anybody a, like was anybody like hell yeah, he's gonna kill it in the NFL. No, you know what? I, yeah, I'm gonna do 15 minutes solo show just being pissed off about. All right, role. I get All it. Right. It's not Come popular. On. It's not the right way to think. I get it. Shut up. It's my thoughts. I can think whatever I want. It is America. Okay. Um. So it looks, I'm, I'm guessing Matt Corral will play for Ole Miss. Um, at one point, Heisman hopeful. I don't think he was a finalist, which is kind of bonkers. Um, yeah. Ole Miss with a slightly better defense than last year. Not great still, um, but an electrifying offense. You, you have to admit that. They yeah. have really big receivers. They will match up well with Baylor. I think this will be a good close game. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, 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 just don't, think- I don't really know what to expect outside of Ole Miss scoring 30-plus and Baylor trying plus. to, yeah, I think so. The, the receivers are massive. I, yeah. I I don't know what to say. Um, I, I think it'll be a really good game that Baylor absolutely has a chance in. You know, Baylor can go score forty on a defense that's less than stellar. Like, yeah, we saw it against West Virginia. We saw it against BYU. We saw it. it it's it's very very possible. Yeah. Um, the the question I guess is does does Gary play or is it shaping again because they're both shook up. Is this a drones game? That'd be so oh fun. If, if we got a drones game, that'd be fun. Now, apparently he's not ready. <laughs> apparently he's not ready. <laughs> that is what I'm hearing. It, I I have so many jokes I can't make if we have a quarterback named drones. It's, it's in a football I, game. If, if he had taken more than the one snap in this game, this championship game, I and if he had thrown one pass that completed – I, I had decided that I was not going to put the embargo on the drone strikes tweets, however distasteful they may be. Yeah, I decided I, I was just going to let them fly, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I uh, I have this interesting thing that happens to me every fall. I get I get like a, a a bump in Twitter followers from Baylor fans, which I appreciate and is good or whatever. As soon as I don't have a lot of football jokes to make, a lot of those evaporate because. <laughs> Drone jokes are kind of my lane. I feel like that's kind of the world I live in mostly. So um, let's let's hope for your 2024 Bears that we're all still friends. Exactly. Um, yeah, I only have two recurring football jokes at this point left. I, I don't do the stiff D jokes anymore. I just do uh, whenever we intercept a ball, I, I tweet in all caps contraception. And whenever we, whenever we score a touchdown, I... I tweet out Turch down T E R C H. Turch down doesn't make any sense. The people like it. I like it. It's fun. It's harmless, um, and nobody can accuse me of being inappropriate. So yeah, I back myself into a corner with in-game jokes because I like one. If we're not winning, I just don't say anything at all. I don't respond to people. I don't even look <laughs> my phone. If we are winning and I'm mostly sober, I'll say things like, "Wow." You know, Blake Shapin doesn't give a hoot, or you thought you like you thought <laughs> that you were going to so score on us. Like I'll do kind of like playful things like that, where it's like obvious that I'm just like leaning into winning, or I'll say things like "Mike Gundy bitch made this motherfucker <laughs> scared." Like I don't, I don't have, I don't. Have There's no zone. medium. There's I'm no never medium. having. Yeah, I'm never having a conversation. Right. Like, right. Never... It is just yelling into the ether <laughs> one way or another. The first half was so fun. I can't get oh, over that. I cannot get over. So that. fun. It was so any, fun. Any other thoughts about Nola or the bowl? 
Um, I can't wait. I hope to see a lot of you all there. I won't be there on New Year's Eve, so forgive me for that. But uh, New Year's Day, I'm going to be around. And then the day whenever we win, I'll be on bourbon. So find me at the Cat's Meow. I know I know some of our patrons will be there. Um, I also do have a, a message, uh, another voicemail um, that we can answer real quick before our next ad break. Hey, uh, long time listener. That video of the Alabama cheerleader hopping all over that guy. How do I make that happen? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thank you, Stone Ranger, for that. Um, <laughs> so if you did not see this tweet, it, I'm surprised it didn't like absolutely blow up. But uh, after the uh, SEC championship game, there was a video of an Alabama cheerleader. Like, real, You know how um, in movies where the short girlfriend jumps on big boyfriend and just kind of like hangs on his side a little bit. That's what this cheerleader was doing to one of the coaches for Alabama. And they were extremely on camera behind the interview that was happening. Very uncomfortable. Didn't like it. That coach is the smartest man in the world. Yeah, he was like, oh, the camera. You can see him go. Oh, (laughs) "Oh, you're caught. Oh, you're caught. And then she looked like she had been caught. I don't know these people. I don't know their story. But I know that I feel like I have an alibi for this man. You know, he was like, look, look, I brought her in front of her camera. Like, I'm not interested hey, in this. I'm just trying to we, celebrate a win. Hey, look, look, we was just hugging. We're family friends. It was an emotional moment. I just thought we were having fun. I don't know what happened, man. I'm not going to imply anything. It didn't yeah. look great. It didn't look great, though. How do you make that happen for yourself? I think you have to become a special teams coach. I think yeah. you just have to become a special teams coach at a large uh, state uh, institution. And uh, can, apparently can the women will just flock screen? to you. Yeah. Can, I mean, all you got to do, you, well, I'll give you a three-step plan. Step one. You got to go be a bad coach somewhere good. Mm-hmm. Go, go somewhere good, be a bad coach. Two, question marks. Three, Nick Saban brings you along and he gives you a chance yep. to rehabilitate that image. You get to say that you want a ring and you get to go be a bad coach somewhere good again. It's the cycle that we work through. And that's that um, on that. Yeah, that is that on that. Um, man, uh, Weird, weird day in the other conference championship games. Not so much weird in the Michigan, uh, Iowa game. Um, it was, uh, as expected, I'd say, um, Michigan, absolutely putting the hammer down 40, 41 to three. I think, uh, Alabama, uh, Alabama comes out and stomps Georgia. Um, so it was, that was, that was interesting. Um, yeah, and then- and this is why this is why it is so annoying to to be a fan of college football where Alabama exists because we got a bunch of Bama slander off this year. Like offensive line can't protect. They lost to A and M. Might not be good. Worst saving team we've seen in a long time. Still number one in the college football playoff in the SEC championship. Nothing. Nothing matters. Nothing that happens at all for them matters because they're going to be the number one seed and they're going to be the SEC champion. And there's not a lot we can do about it. Nope. Nope. Um, elsewhere, Utah stomped a mud hole in Oregon. Oh, it was incredible. That was a lot. It was just, it was just a lot. And then in the ACC Pitt wins their first ACC championship. Um, were you upset with the playoff rankings? The way they came out? Um, not really. I mean, I do think, it is dumb that Ohio State is ranked above us. I also think nothing has ever meant less than that, you know? Exactly. Um, so I'm fine with it. I don't think that we are better than Ohio State at football. I don't think that. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm good, I think. I, I truly didn't give a shit. I, I truly didn't. You know what I do care about, though, is making oh, money. God. And I like making money. Oh, God. I like making money off my favorite sports teams on Symbol. It's true. I do. I'll admit it. I like making money. I like getting paid money. Uh, for knowing things about sports. Cause like I said, I'm very in tune with the sports universe right now. I can read the body language really well. I just, I, I just, I know it. I know what I'm talking about now, uh, but you can use your sports knowledge on symbol to what is it, Evan? What do you do on symbol? You buy, you buy low mm-hmm, and you and sell you, high. You nailed it. And you earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 8,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And that money-back guarantee, up to $500, is still in play. If for some reason in the first 90 days, you're just like, ah, not for me, they'll give you your money back, even if you lose. They'll just give you your money back. It's wild. No, it's free money. Doesn't happen anywhere else. You can't do it it's anywhere a, else. It's a savings account that you can have fun on. You know, That's what you can do. You, uh, you ever wanted to go to your Wells Fargo app and just have some sure, fun? Sure. That's like that. okay. Yeah, it's better than the Wells Fargo app. I'll say that. Yep, it's better than the <laughs> Wells Fargo app for sure. That is, again, symbol.com. Use promo code BEARS12 and your deposit will have that money back guarantee. Uh, Matt, I have a question for you. Right okay. before right before we went on, I don't, I don't know if I cut you off. I'm not sure if I did. I don't no. think I did. Okay. No. Um, I sent out a, just a quick tweet right before we started. And I was like, hey, brought score with Matt. Last chance to send in questions. And I got a good one. And I would like... To just ask it and not give my thoughts at all and just give you the floor. Okay. All right. This is from our friend Cyclone Larry 69. Oh boy. Um, Hypothetically, who wins in a fight between a Matt is Bear sized bear and a bear sized Matt is Bear? Hmm. A bear sized Matt is Bear would be what? Six, eight? Six, six, eight, six, nine. Yeah. Maybe four hundred pounds. Yeah. Plus, I mean, bears are pretty heavy. I don't. I honestly don't know how much a bear weighs. Yeah. Um. So a bear size. Let's let's say a, a bear sized Mattis bear is six eight two eighty. Let's just All say right. that smaller, like a little bit leaner than a bear. Yeah, but not by much. Um. Okay. Well. Um. And then a bear size. Okay. Then a Mattis bear sized bear would be like an adolescent bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The bear-sized Mattis bear is winning that fight. I think so. Absolutely. Because I, I think you do bring a lot to the table, but I don't know what adding weight and one foot of height on you is going to do to more equip you to handle. I'm a good a, wrestler. A, I'm good a good wrestler. wrestler. I'm a good, I can get behind it. If I'm 6'8", yeah. I'm whooping that bear's ass. You think you could beat a bear up? A five-seven bear, absolutely. I am, ab- I am destroying that five-seven bear. No now, is this way. is this an adolescent that. bear, or is this like a full-grown bear with like scars from a Disney movie, who yeah, just happens to be five-seven? Th- this is an adult. He's a mean bear. This is an, an adult, adult mean bear, bear that is the size of you. We're not. We're not talking like a teenage bear who is growing up and is now currently your size. That's, we're talking no, about that's me. A, that's a, me a wrestling bear. my dog. Nope, that's me wrestling my dog. I'm whooping that bear's ass. I don't believe it. I don't I'm believe whooping it. that bear's ass. If I am Tyson Fury sized, dude, I'm whooping that bear's ass. It's not. How? Even what are you gonna? What I'm gonna sit you... on it. I'll just lay down on it. If it weighs 185 pounds, I'm just gonna lay on it. I'm 185 pounds. Could you lay on me? No way. Yeah, probably. I mean, you could you not lay on me. There's no way. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, but I'm, yes, at six, eight, 
three hundred pounds, I'm I'm whooping that bear's ass. All it's right. not it's not close. It's not. Close. There's That's your answer, question. Larry. Hope you That's listen. Probably, this is a pretty good question. Um, moving on to it's kind of officially basketball season now, brother. It's yeah. uh, we're kind of are in we, the middle of it. And are we? Are we good at basketball this year? I'm thinking so, brother. Oh, I'm, think, I'm thinking so, brother. That is horrible news for the nine other schools who thought they might get a ring this fall. Not good, brother. No, uh, it's uh, Hulk Hogan, Baylor basketball fan. Um, brother, help. <laughs> it's the timeout of death, brother. Scott, <laughs> Drew, Scott Drew is my favorite coach. Um <laughs> Uh, Baylor plays Villanova. Villanova coming to Waco. I will be there. I'm very excited for that. Um, uh, in a really good matchup, I think two top ten teams. Um, I'm I'm extremely excited. This is Baylor's largest test to date, and we we talked about their performance in the Bad Boy Lawnmowers um, Hard On Bowl or whatever tournament is in the Bahamas or whatever. Um and extremely impressive this will be this will be the measuring stick right what can baylor do in the big 12 will probably be answered at some part or in in some part by this game yeah um villanova is a senior team they they have a lot of experience baylor's younger than they were last year of course um when they made that remarkable second half comeback in the tournament to beat villanova without their senior guard so it, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I think that we will learn a lot from Sunday. And boy, howdy, if if, if Baylor wins this game, it, there's a real argument that they have the best resume in the nation and could be number one. Baylor currently ranked number two. Purdue earning their first number one ranking. Really excited about that. They're kind of my sister school, you know, sister from a totally different family, but just such a good friend. She went to Purdue, married a Purdue guy. Just a really, really uh, cool school. So I'm, I'm happy for Purdue. But Baylor... Baylor could earn that win. Gonzaga lost. Yeah. Oh, did they? To, to Bama. Ugh. Got whooped. Duke lost to Gonzaga. The problem with all of these high I'm sorry, school Duke, rankings. Now I feel like I got that wrong. Did Duke beat Gonzaga? I think Duke. Yeah, Duke, Duke beat did beat Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah. The problem with all these high school rankings, well, one problem. they All of these rankings are projecting these players as college players because right. you cannot tell me that that boy whose name is chet, chet is the best player at his age in america there's I will no say way this. evan i will say this he is somewhat skilled his main skills are being tall and standing incredibly skilled next to the hoop to get an offensive rebound. that's how he yeah. scores 80 percent of his points i'm not impressed by the kid i'm not saying he's bad i'm not saying he's not going to be a good nba player because that's what he projects to be yeah i'm sure but, he will be but come on yeah. Come on. And Gonzaga's guards, they still can't defend anybody out on the perimeter. Duke looks to be probably the most talented team. I, I think they are probably the best team in the nation, but they took a bad loss too. Yeah, It's just, I don't think there is a program with the infrastructure or con- uh, continuous success that Baylor basketball does. And that is so cool. Just do, super cool. Do you remember having bad losses? It's been two calendar years since we've had one. I think Washington on that big boat was a bad loss for us. And that was yeah, two years ago. Yeah, that was two years ago. That was what the, that was the 2019 season, the lost season. Yeah. Um, but but Baylor came back from that, right? I, I think yeah. they're, they're – Oh, did they, did they do yeah. something after that game? It, yeah. It, well, in 2019, nobody won the tournament. But in 2020, they did. Yeah. Well, so, also, yes, after we theory. lost to them, we won – what was it? 73, 74 games in a row after we yeah, played them? It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty dope. Um. 
so yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith in teams outside of Duke, Baylor. Um, I think Arizona is pretty good, but I, Purdue is looking pretty good, but you can never really tell what the Big Ten does until tournament time. So should be should be a pretty interesting season. We'll be covering that more and more. Didn't uh, Purdue whoop our well. ass in the tournament a few years ago? Am I making that up? Mm, Who Wisconsin, was it? Wisconsin did. We had year. a sweet 16 loss, and it was in the year 2017 or 2018. I yeah, believe that sounds like the Wisconsin loss, loss that you're thinking of. I don't want to push back because you know more about basketball than me, but I think it may have been Purdue. Or maybe we lost in Purdue but had like a crazy run. We can cut all this part out because I'm just kind of rambling. But No, I'm no. Did we, I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong here. All right. I have a search engine too, Matt. You search You search for it because I, I have did you already find, in front. Did, no. Did you already find it? No, I did not. Okay. Everyone be cool. We're looking for it. Don't be cool. I'll play um, this ad while we're looking this up. <laughs> basketball season is finally here, Big 12 fans. And for your home for men's and women's basketball, come to Midwest Madness. We are doing game coverages, going over game analysis, different rankings of teams, and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference. You're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have. So go check out Midwest Madness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Go check out Midwest Madness on the 1012 Network. Evan, did you find something that supports your argument? Because that's how people use the internet now. I have found two incredibly unhelpful websites. Uh, One of them is... We lost to South Carolina. I, I was thinking of South Carolina. That's yeah, not even of. a Big Ten team, not even the well, same colors. They, I, I know very little, little about national. And was that in the NIT? No, no, no. It was the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. Um, yeah. but it they play in my head. They are they do the same thing on the basketball court. South Carolina and Purdue. That's that's having watched zero of either of those teams in the last few years, but they mm-hmm. just occupy the same space. I just think they're going to be big as shit and run you. They over. actually don't occupy the same space. Purdue and South Carolina, they're actually in very different spaces. But in my head, they're right next to each other. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, basketball season. Uh, women's basketball, uh, you know, a, a closer than comfortable win against Mizzou. Um, Nikki Collins still putting pieces together there. That offense looks very different. Um, very excited to see how that happens. We are going to be getting into more coverage with the women's game over at Our Daily Bears. Um, uh, so you can head on over there for some really great written coverage. Excited for that. Evan, do you have anything else on your mind over the, as we, you know, kind of rapidly approach Christmas, you know, it's only a couple weeks away. Yeah. I got a few things on my mind. How much time you got? Um, one, I've been filling out this spreadsheet in my head about big 12 teams, where to watch them for bowl games, you know, just cause okay. I'm interested mm-hmm. And Matt, I cannot find where Texas is playing. <laughs> Is that dude? They they even expanded the bowl, the the bowl series. Like they, <laughs> they added, added, added <laughs> they added two more bowls. <laughs> they added a bowl in Texas in te- and added the, a Texas team, and Texas yeah. still didn't make a bowl. Yeah. Oh, look! Yeah. Not everyone can play like the Mean Green up in Denton. All right, so cut them some slack. Um, the Frisco Bowl. <laughs> Boy, howdy! They um, added a bowl on I thirty five, and Texas yeah. still didn't make a bowl. <laughs> 
Uh, all is well. All is well. Um, you got Joey McGuire doing some decent recruiting things out in Lubbock. Good for him. Ho hum. Um, yeah, man, it's a it's a really really good time to be a bear. I'm yeah. I'm very excited for the rest of 2021, but I think 2022 can be equally as fun. Yeah, um, we'll have to do a year recap show. I think. I think so. I do have one more question for you before we cut this sucker off. Sure, sure. Uh, friend of the pod. Lifelong Cincy fan, Less Humble Tej, has asked me two times now to make note of all the colon cancer commercials I've seen during this football game broadcast. Yeah, now, I saw now, that. I didn't watch the game on TV. but I did. Why, it's kinda like, why, are, why are we hating on getting colon cancer awareness out there? Why, why are we hating on that? That's true. And, you know, there was a Super Bowl, I believe it was like 05, 06. Only boner pills. So this is this this isn't a precedent that hasn't already been set. You know, well, so you pick a cause every year. Erectile this, dysfunction and colon cancer are a little different, but uh, they're they're a, little, they're a little different. Okay, so okay. just come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I uh, I don't have any more. I'm just I'm just really happy to be a bear. Yeah. Wow. Sick Look at that. Sick them. Sick and bears. They fucked up. They fucked up. They fucked up so bad. Yeah. Mike Gundy gave me a UTI. Now you fucked up. Mike Gundy didn't give you a UTI. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up. You have fucked up now. Now you fucked up. Now you fucked up.